welcome to The Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Thank you so much for tuning into Voice America today and to the Variety Channel to my show, The Space of the Waste. I am your host, Melody Edmondson, and we have a very special guest today, Miss Marin White, who has quite a litany of uh, uh, pageants she has been in and won, starting with uh, National American Miss Missouri Junior Teen in 2014, International Junior Miss Missouri Junior Teen in 2015, and National American Miss Missouri Teen in 2014, I mean in 2017, and in National American Miss Missouri in 2021. And she is attending the University of Missouri in Columbia, Missouri. And she is majoring in public health and minoring in anthropology. She will then go on to law school. And I don't, know exactly where she'll going to be going, but maybe where she's going to be attending law school, but she'll be sure and tell you if she knows yet. But let me introduce Marin White. Here she is, all of 21 years old, absolutely beautiful, very intelligent, one of the kindest people I've met, just like her aunt Kelly Grime, who's a friend of mine and how I met her. And I have to add that the state of Missouri is where I was born and raised until I was 18 years old and went to college. Actually, I went to college at 17, went to the summer school, couldn't wait to get out of high school. But I can't think of another more ideal young woman to have representing Missouri than this beautiful, kind, intelligent, compassionate, and caring woman, Marin White. And here she is with us today. Hi, Marin. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, you're welcome. So glad to be on here. You know, being in pageants, I've definitely learned, you know, what to wear and what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And by looking at the other contestants, I've been able to see, you know, what works for them and what doesn't work for them either based off of their body type. So I'm really excited to give my opinions on the show today. And uh, I'm excited about what my future has in store and how my style will change when I'm going to law school. As of right now, I'm looking at going to either the University of North Carolina, um, SMU, Southern Methodist University in Dallas, or UMKC in Kansas City. Fabulous. All great schools. It will be hard to choose. (laughs) Uh, I know it's probably not too difficult for you to dress because you have an hourglass. Absolutely perfect. I I wish I would have put bathing suit pictures on my page, but I decided your face is gorgeous and I'm loving this blonde hair. I think you look fabulous of platinum blonde. I too, when I was in college, bleached my hair platinum blonde. So I know it's, I'm so glad it's trending again. High fashion look, but go ahead and take me through the process of pageants just because a lot of people don't know about it. Right. Well, my mom and I actually stumbled across a TLC show when we were 
um, when I was in eighth grade, we watched, um, it was called Kim of Queens. And I had always had this idea that pageants were exactly like toddlers and tiaras, just a bunch of bratty little girls getting all dressed up. And this show really showed what it truly is. It's about encouraging girls to get involved in their community and um, focusing more on their inner beauty too. Yes. And, and so at that point I had already been heavily involved in community service and I thought it would be a good way for me to express the talents that I have that might be different than, you know, just a typical sport or something. And yeah. so I entered in my first pageant, just expecting to have a good experience and see what happens. And I ended up winning. So <laughs> what a wonderful surprise yes so I was really thrown into the midst of the you know pageant universe right from the beginning and so from that first time you know my mom is an excellent pageant coach so she's um been a really beneficial person to me for deciding you know what dresses to pick um what to say during an interview and pageants have really helped me hone in on those skills that will be so important throughout my life, especially um, pursuing law. Um, when I've lobbied on Capitol Hill, it's um, really helped me um, know how to stand up for what I believe in, in a beautiful, positive, and encouraging way for other girls. And in today's time, it's so important that young girls have, you know, role models that can be beautiful, but also classy and have their act together. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you certainly do. And did you say when you went to Capitol Hill, is that what you said? Yes. I lobbied on Capitol Hill trying to, um, you know, get more senators on the Crohn's and Colitis Caucus. That's something that I'm really passionate about is the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. So when I was in fourth grade, I was diagnosed with severe ulcerative colitis. Um, I'm, I'm since cured and I'm doing a lot better now, but I've served as an honored hero in Kansas City and I've done a lot of work for them. And that's usually my platform when I'm competing in pageants because okay. it's a disease that a lot of people don't want to talk about, but it's super important, especially with more people being um, diagnosed every year, especially young girls. Yes, you betcha. Absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit, because I know with pageants, you have so many interviews and you have to, you know, get up in front of everybody. I'm sure probably way back in 2014, that was a little frightening to do that. Tell me how the pageants have helped you uh, maintain your composure in front of people and not get thrown off by snarky remarks and snarky people or even flattery. I mean, I guess neither should affect you, but tell right. me how it's helped you, you know, just with your nerves and all of that and your poise. Yes. Um, well, I've always been someone that's been raised to, you know, brush off that kind of stuff. My mom was raised in the South. So she's always told me, you know, if someone says something, just brush it off. Just, you know, <laughs> so I've kind of always approached it with that kind of attitude competing in pageants. Um, so snarky remarks really don't bother me, but, um, you know, <laughs> that really bothered me when I was young, I guess <laughs> I didn't learn to brush it off. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just like, I've just learned to brush it off, but also, um, you know, when I was 14, I, and I was entering in my first pageant, I had spent so much time practicing my interview and practicing, you know, what I would say when I stepped on stage. Mm -hmm. but when I got there, 
to compete, I was not scared at all because I was so confident in my performance because I had worked so hard. Yes. So I just always try to make sure that I'm well prepared and that that preparation usually takes away the anxiety about speaking in front of people. Oh, that doesn't have a very important point for anybody is preparation. And I have to add, uh, I was instructed also by my mother, who was from Kansas City, to not let things bother me, but telling me not to let them bother me and actually having them not bother me were two different things. So I just, (laughs) my mother did a good job. Right. I just was so sensitive. I I mean, I would just, I took it all to heart, you know, oh, they don't like me and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Not like that now, but I used to be. Okay. So on about, so that helped you with your anxiety and you have such a beautiful figure and you have that hourglass balanced waisted body shape. So I'm sure you don't have much problem finding things to fit you. It would probably just be because I think with lots of hourglasses, some of the dresses just have so much embellishment or so much detail that an hourglass doesn't need that. It overwhelms them. That's what I found no matter what your height is. And I think, what are you, five seven? Yes. Yes. And even though that's plenty tall, I still don't like to see a lot of embellishment and a lot of detail on an hourglass because to me, just visually, it overwhelms that body and it's too much. So what's your take on finding clothes? I completely agree. And I think, you know, um, if you're going to do sequins, less is more. And also, uh, I think when you have an hourglass figure, something that might not be super sexy when you put it on, it's going to look kind of hoochie. So I think it's good to pick, you know, make sure you tailor to your audience. So like I wouldn't wear a dress that I'm wearing to go to my sorority date party right. to a job interview. Right. With hourglasses, there's a very fine line between what's doing too much and what's being too sexy and then what's, you know, appropriate. I totally agree. And that goes with length and the neckline being too low like low back, low front, micro mini for an interview. Absolutely not. (laughs) No matter how gorgeous you are, it just doesn't look like you're going to be professional while at work. And it causes much distraction, I think. And kind of says something about the person if they have to wear that to an interview. It shows to me a little bit of insecurity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Otherwise, why would they be even trying to do that? Um, But anyway... Uh, what else do you see how pageants is a course with walking, I think, poise and how you walk and hold yourself. That's that's something pageants help you with. Exactly. Um, I think that, you know, pageants have really taught me how to walk with confidence and poise. But also, like when I'm selecting a dress for a pageant, I okay. want to make sure that it um suits my body type. So what I've found that works really good for me is I try the dress on okay, and I see how I look in the mirror straight on and from different angles. Good idea. I think that that really helps. Um, And so I find that mermaid styles are really good for people that have, um, you know, an hourglass figure. Yes. If you have an hourglass figure, you're going to want to show it off. 
Yes. And in a pageant for informal wear, that's the perfect time to, if you want to. Yeah. I mean, why not? Um, you know, more of a shapely dress would be better. Um, yes. And so that's usually the style that I go for or an empire waist. Okay. I really like empire waists because even if it's more tighter going down, it draws the attention more up towards your face. Okay. That's so I usually have like, sometimes I've had empire waist dresses that have some beading towards the top. Yes. And then at the bottom, they're tighter. And then that beading at the top brings the attention to your face. Okay. Got so it. in pageants, that's really important because you want your, um, they say you always sell it with your eyes, you know. Okay. Yeah. Eyes are important. Yeah. The window to the souls, they say. Uh, now, as far as other clothes for the pageant, did you have to wear dresses and sportswear, bathing suits, all that stuff? Yes, I've done fitness before in Miss Missouri Teen USA in 2019. Um, I competed in that pageant and made it in the top 15. And basically what I had to wear for that was like a workout outfit. Okay. And so for that, what I did is I did a high-waisted outfit. I did a high-waisted leggings with um, a matching sports bra. Okay. And then I also did stripes that went that had stripes on it in a pattern that accentuated my figure. Okay. All right. So that's what I did for that. And it looked really nice. I liked it. Um, as far as if you're going to be in a pageant that has swimsuit in it, something that I always find is, um, you know, you want to have coverage. It's not you know, the time to be showing off too much, you know, thong, <laughs> thong bikini bottoms are not going to fly. They're not going to pick you, you know, either. No topless, no thongs. <laughs> this right. is a bad, bad year to be doing a pageant. There's so many thongs out there. I can't believe it. Exactly. So what you usually wear. Pick an appropriate swimsuit. <laughs> Yes. So I have yet to do a swimsuit pageant, but when I get to that point, I will make sure that I wear, you know, one that I probably a bright jewel tone color just because okay. of my skin color and hair. Yes. And um, I'm pretty tan. So I like to wear, you know, bright, color. bright, bright colors. Yes. yes. And so, I you in that hot pink one. That yes, I love, I love that. Very nice. And it was full coverage two-piece. I mean, you know, I thought, now I was thinking, well, why does she have such a big two-piece? <laughs> but it wasn't for a pageant. So that was just me. I thought, man, she's really covering up. But I thought, well, you know what? She's just trying to be uh, un, what can I say? Not so uh, racy looking, you know, yeah. you be a little more conservative looking in your two piece. And it probably worked for you as everybody else had on such bare things that I'm sure at the pools that you stood out because yours were bare, but just bare enough. Leave something to the imagination. Right. Uh, let me, I have something else down here. Um, I know that you have spoken to lots of groups of people in your um, charitable pursuits. 
but other than your um, medical ones, which are there other uh, charitable uh, communities that you speak to on a regular basis or have uh, at times spoken to? Yes. So throughout my community service in my life, I've spoken to many people. I've spoken all across the country about inspiring STEM futures for young women. So science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Okay. And I've also, um, when I was in high school, I had started a nonprofit organization called Uniquely United that tutors and mentors younger girls. Wow. That's fantastic. I didn't know about that. And then I also worked with a local CEO of a hospital in high school and started an art cart that provided art therapy for the patients. Wow. So, oh, I bet they love that. Yes. And it really took off. It became so popular that patients were actually requesting that the art cart came to their room. Oh my gosh. That that just puts chills up my back because I can think of so many people that were ill that I know young people like one I can remember is Craig Hargrave who had cancer he would have loved that and uh, that is just wonderful and so it's all children right under 18 or Um, I I started that at a local hospital for all people so anyone anyone and that was interested in art right cool that is fantastic Do you think that, I wanted to ask you this, do you think that uh, just in dressing down there at college, first of all, before I go there, what about anything else from pageants that I've missed that you'd like to? Yes, there is one thing that I wanted to talk about. For a while, the interview suit was really popular where girls would wear like, you know, the suit with the skirt with the suit top. Mm-hmm. Now all the pageants are getting away from that, and they're either doing a full pantsuit, like a funky, cool pantsuit blazer combination, or they're doing um, dresses now oh. in a few. Oh. So um, that's been interesting to see that because I've been in pageants when the su- the skirt suit was really popular, and oh. now moving towards the other one, and I've done all of them. Right. And I really like the jumpsuit or full pantsuit. I think it just is really striking, especially if you get it in a bright color. Yes, that would be gorgeous on you. But do you know how difficult jumpsuits are to fit anybody in? Only someone with a perfect figure and a balanced waistline like yours uh, can do that. I mean, I used to be a buyer and when I had jumpsuits, man... The markdowns were humongous because I put them on and put them on and no one looked good. Because if you're short-waisted, the waist uh, bags by three or four inches because you you don't fill out all that space in the waist. If you're long-waisted, the waist fits like in between, like at your midriff instead of at your waist. So you have to be perfectly balanced-waisted. So my story on that is balanced-waisted hourglass body shape, like they make all the patterns for all the clothes, that's standard American sizing, is not even 10% of the population. And I found that 75% of the people are short-waisted and about 15, at least 10% are, uh, 15% are uh, long-waisted and short. They have short legs and they have a longer 
waist. And sometimes that comes with a long torso and sometimes it doesn't because it's not really about the torso, even though about 80% of the time it is, but most short torsos do have short waist, but not all of them. Not all of them. I have found short torsoed, long-waisted, long torsoes usually have long, but not always. I met a girl that had a very long torso and she had a short waist and short legs and she was 5'7". So I thought, where's she getting her height? Well, in her torso. Yeah. Um, one body type that I found that I, it would be incredibly hard to fit in different things is a big chest, short waist. Yes, exactly. It's hard to, it's hard to accentuate what needs to be accentuated and then what needs to be more covered up. Yeah, that's exactly my body shape. (laughs) Big top, short waist and long, long pipe cleaner legs. It's box, box. It's like box with sticks laying out. You know, long, long pipe clear. Now, I wasn't always so busty. I didn't really get this busty until I was older. And that's because I, of course, gained weight. I'm no longer 110 pounds, of course. But, um, you know, ever since I was 35, I just gained a little bit of weight. But I do have boobs now. But back in college and high school, it appeared that I had more space in the waist between my boob and my waist because I had no boobs. But now that I've gotten older and I do have boobs, they fill in that space more, even with a good bra. Uh, And um, so I don't have much space there. And that is difficult, very difficult. Good point to bring up because if you're short-waisted, even if you're a hourglass, what does look good on you is back to that mermaid dress. That's my best silhouette on me for any kind of dress or long dress is the mermaid or the straight, either straight from the shoulders down or straight from the hip down, you know, fitting in the bodice and then straight from the hip. But the absolute best is the mermaid or I think straight from the shoulders, you know, at 40 and over. But I do think that women have to be careful about that because I see a lot of women that are short-waisted in hourglass and they do look fine in a knitted dress that hugs their curves. As long as it doesn't have a seam going horizontally at the waist or as long as it doesn't have a belt at the waist, but they cannot wear a belt. There's not enough room in between the boobs and the waist to wear any kind of a belt. And I just uh, wish they would understand that. And I also wish the manufacturers would make, and they are starting this year, I have noticed more sheath dresses, more chemise dresses, more drop waist dresses, which is actually a chemise, but it could be mermaid, just a little shorter if if it's fitted. And there are more long gowns that don't have that waist with the seam going across horizontally or a belt at the waist. But this has been the very best year. I like to think it's because I've been hounding and writing about it on LinkedIn and putting it on Pinterest and that the universal consciousness is plugging in, you know, because this has been a very upswinging year for John's American Express card 
because I have found a lot of no-waisted dresses. I said, John, they're never going to have these again. They're so hard to find. So I'm going to get a few while I can. But I have noticed that coming for spring and for next fall, and then even going forward into spring 23 and fall 23, you're going to see a lot more of that. And I just um, uh, spoke to a fabulous uh, trend uh, owner, trend spot, an owner of a trend in color for just about everything. And uh, she, she agrees that it's going to happen. But here's the thing. If you yourself, like you're an hourglass, okay? So you don't have the problems. But if the person has the problem, they are aware that there's a problem with when they put on something in the stores, like they go into a store. I don't care the price range of the store. I don't care if it's Target, Walmart, or Saks Fifth Avenue, or Neiman Marcus. You try on a standard size dress, excuse me, at, at least 80% of them are going to have some kind of waste and it just isn't going to work for a short-waisted person. And even for a long-waisted woman who would look beautiful in something with a belt, it doesn't come down long enough for them. So that's the way it goes. So back to what you're saying about busty girls and short-waisted. Yeah, it is difficult. It's difficult. But they can peplums also look good on them. Huh? Peplums. Peplums. Peplums can look good if they don't have a piece of fabric going across, you know, and if their hips aren't too high, because if your hips are right after your waist and your waist is short, that's the widest part of your body. That's probably why you like the peplum on them, though, because maybe the peplum would cover up the hips. And if the skirt's tight enough, I think that's a key, too, is if it's going to have your bust, then the bottom has to be narrower because you don't want big and big. Right. I helped a friend of mine from Newport Beach, and she was kind of a rectangle long waist, uh, about five, six, and beautiful figure, but she wanted a collar, and she wanted, um, and I've had a few people that have wanted collars. I finally learned out, learned about that, but she wanted a narrow skirt instead of big, wide, you know, full shirt waist shirt waist dress and those are pretty hard to find to find something that's like a button front with a collar or a stand ruffle collar and then narrow at the commercial i gotta go to commercial break here in a second so we will be right back Marin. i always start yammering and forget to look over here at melody you have three minutes so i'm gonna sign off and we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. C. Melody Edmondson has created a book series, The Space of the Waste. The book series may be found on Amazon.com. You'll want to purchase book one first. Your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. This is a new method of measuring, including the first guidebook. There are a total of 19 volumes that focus on different body shapes and waist lengths and how to make the space of the waist work for you. Find the Space of the Waist Guides on Amazon.com. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You are listening to The Space of the Waste. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thespaceofthewaste at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Space of the Waste. This is your host, Melody Edmondson, and I'm here today with Marin White. Uh, she is the pageant queen of many, many, many pageants, and we're blessed to have her here today. In case you missed that and you're just tuning in, Marin was uh, National American Miss Missouri Junior Teen in 2014 and International Junior Miss Missouri Junior Teen in 2015, National American Miss Missouri Teen in 2017, and National American Miss Missouri in 2021. She's attending the University of Missouri. She's majoring in public health and minoring in anthropology and will go on to law school. So let's welcome Marin. And Marin, let's talk a little bit about uh, where do kids shop today? I mean, you're 21. I know you're not a kid. You are a young adult, but can you tell me where you think most kids shop today? When they yes. buy their I, homes? Yeah. Um, depending on your style, I think is important. Um, if you dress more preppy, I find that J. Crew is really popular, Vineyard Vines, things along those lines that have more preppy looking clothes you know more coastal um as far as like if you know if you're really into hot, more high fashion mm-hmm. um sax sax Offith, um neiman marcus are really popular um i wish that that we would have one in kansas city but <laughs> do you even have a sax off fifth in kansas city no. Oh, that would be great. What about just trendy clothes and fast fashion, maybe not so expensive, but trendy? Do they buy that? Uh, yes. Um, Brandy Melville is pretty popular. Urban Outfitters, places like that that just kind of have more like trendy clothes, I think. 
but I think it really just depends on your personal style. Yeah, your personal style dictates that. Do you think more girls shop online or do they like to go into the stores? Yes, and um, I can attest to that because when the pandemic hit, everyone has been shopping online. Plus, you know, when you shop online, you get more like deals, you get, you know, you can subscribe to a newsletter and then see how they're styling things. Okay. I feel like a lot of girls my age definitely shop online. Do you, do girls your age sign up to many blogs, like girls blogs for makeup or uh, blogs for styling or anything like that? Yes, or mainly just like Instagram influencers that kind of mimic the style that you like. I think it's really important for girls my age to pick out a few people that they like their style and then follow them on social media. And um, that's a good way to figure out. And someone pick someone that has a similar body type to you. So good idea. Great point. For example, there's a few people that I follow on Instagram that kind of have a pretty similar shape to me and kind of similar height. And they also have a similar style to me. So I always like to see what they're wearing. Yes. And then I can kind of piece my outfits like that. But I have a very diverse style. I mean, I, I can dress country one day for I'm going to Nashville soon. And then the next And the next day dress super preppy and the next day dress like more streetwear. I mean, like I really have a very diverse style. As you should in college, because you get to do that. Right. I still kind of do. And I'm way older than you. But I also like to dress for fun, not just I know what I look best in. Okay. And I know what I have to do. But you can tweak it to be luxurious or edgy or like you say, Western or, or Southwestern, or now they're bringing back this grunge look, you know, I am kind of glad they're bringing back a lot of looser fits. So everything isn't so skin tight done with the skinny jeans and the leggings and onward with the fit and flare pants and the wider leg trousers and the uh, bell bottoms and looser tops, peasant type tops or fuller sleeves, puffy sleeves, You know, I think with that, you just have to be careful. You're not doing big on the top and big on the bottom. Something has to be fitted. If the jeans are fitted, you know, and then flared, then you could wear the midriff or the bra top if you're young, or you can tuck something in and have it not as huge as the bottom. And um, one trap that I've always fallen into, um, I love all black. I just think that just, that will always be timeless. It'll look good on anyone. I love it. Any body type. And one thing that's super popular right now, and it covers up your body if you have a, um, an hourglass shape, but it does look good if you have long legs. Is yes. if you get a little bit of a higher boot, like a, a platform Doc Martin. Yeah. Skitty, um black pants with a black trench coat Ooh. or like a leather black trench coat it looks so good it's just a great look it's just a very sleek all black look it looks you can dress it up dress it down you could wear it out to the gym or the lunch or you could throw on like you know a chanel bag with it and go to dinner you yeah, know exactly it's very um uh good look 
that's a good look just to keep in your closet and no matter what body type you have. Yeah, I agree. And if you're too short waisted, you can just tie that trench in the back. That's what I do. I take the belt loops off Mm -hmm. the front and then I just loop it in the back because if you're short waisted and you tie a trench coat, it doesn't look good, but you can keep it open and wear a little bit longer (laughs) narrower pants or your fit and flare and your like you say, your higher heeled or platformed, uh, you're talking about like the army type combat boot? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, tell me about uh, some of the looks that you're seeing on campus now. Yes. Um, Whether you're wearing it or not. Well, it's kind of, yes, that's what I was going to say. Whether I- wearing it or not what do you see when you look around besides dirty hair and raggedy <laughs> exactly <laughs> i see more air force the air force one trend needs to die <laughs> needs to go away every single girl has a pair of air force ones and i i think it's great if you're going out for a night out and you don't want to mess up your nice shoes but you don't need to be wearing them every day that's a trend that I see a lot on college campuses. Yeah. But I also see a lot of um, girls typically wear athletic wear 24, oh. se- like 24-7. I'm so sick of that. Yeah. Wearing yoga clothes everywhere, wearing something athletic everywhere you go. Now, tell me about these Air Force One shoes. What color are they? They're like just an all-white basic Nike tennis shoe. Nike. But it's just... Um, it's been a trend that's been around for too long, in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. If you like it, great, you know, but I also see you know, the athletic wear is really popular, but also um, something that's really in right now is um, like crop tops with high-waisted leggings is something I see a lot of girls wearing. Yep. It can kind of look good on mm-hmm. some body types, but um, I think the crop top with a fitted and flared pant would look better now. You right. Know, the leggings, it'll dress that up a little bit, you know, and make it more modern. You know, I think leggings can fit into the athleisure wear now and quit trying to wear them as clothes clothes. That, that's what I'm seeing on the runways. And that's, you know, if they want to wear the leggings and put your dress over to put your skirt over it, you know, uh, and wear fitted and flared pants or pants that fall from the hip down or straight-legged pants, just straight, not fitted, not skinny, but straight. There's a difference. You know, there's lots of straight-legged jeans. You just think of a regular Levi. They're straight-legged. And, of course, there's um, a banana shape, too, which is really good if you can carry it off. I think that the mom jean trend is really popular, too, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. college campuses, just because it's easy and you know, the jeans and these are a little wider, you know, uh, they're not, and they're straight, you know, they're straight down instead of skinny, skinny, skinny jeans. Agree. And, um, I still like darker denim, but there is a place for the faded, I think in the deep summer and like in cutoffs and shorts and things. But what do you see as far as darker light denim on campus? Um, I, I see more kind of like a midwash. Levi's has a color, I forget what it's called, that I see a lot. It's kind of more of a light wash jean. 
Okay. I don't really see rips right now. Okay. Teens are not really in right now. Okay. On college campuses. They've had their day, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for them to go to. I like the new things, you know. What about prints, patterns, and color? Probably see more for spring when it gets warm. Zebra is really in right now. It's zebra's coming back. Um, what other prints? Other animal prints, like um, one print that I've seen a little bit is that um houndstooth print. Yeah, houndstooth. Yep, there's a lot of that. Yep, 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 yep. See a lot. But that's of mainly if you're dressing up. Like yep. I've seen done a lot of like jackets. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. Do you think uh, young girls will wear a lot of these new bright colors for spring? You know, the orange and the yellow and the fuchsia and the bright magenta and the lime green. I mean, they're showing so much orange and bright blue. Bright orange yellow. is really popular right now. Um, I'm a pink girl or like <laughs> a blue girl, like bright, bright blue. Right, right. Um, but Orange is a hard color to match, especially different skin tones. I feel like the darker, the more depth there is in your skin tone, it looks a lot better. What? Which color? The pink? The orange. Orange, yeah. Um, Depends. I think it depends. I think orange can look good on lighter skin, but if you have too, too, too much pink in your skin, it may not be the best. I mean, I have yellow undertones. Uh, My mother has pink. And uh, my sisters are more olive, you know, so of course they would look fabulous in orange. Uh, it's not my best color, but I can wear orange. I actually like salmon on me better, you know, more of a salmon color. And um, what else? Uh, hold on just a second. Why don't you talk about some of the other stripes and patterns you hope to see? Okay. Um, I love animal prints like cheetah print. I feel like that's a really good pattern. I feel like that'll never go out of style. Just, you know, you can, because they you can make it more, you can find stuff that's a very faint cheetah print pattern, leopard print pattern, or ones that are more strong. So those look really good. I hope to see more of that. Um, I don't think that the zebra will be around for long, but if the zebra print is going straight up and down it looks much better um i was talking about how i think that i hope to see more cheetah print leopard print that's something i think will always be in style me too um neutral anymore it's almost like a neutral like a black or a brown or white white animal print I don't think that the zebra print will be around for much longer. I think it's just kind of a trend right now. But I do find that when the print, when the zebra print, the stripes are going straight up and down, it looks a lot better than if they're going this way. Oh, yeah. I think any horizontal, anything going across the body makes everyone look bigger and it widens the body. Mm-hmm. Whereas stripes going down elongate the body. So on just about everybody, stripes going down looks better. Uh, unless you're sometimes a very, very thin rectangle uh, might look too thin if they have on stripes going down, you know, vertically. But most people are not too thin, so it looks fine. Um, tell me what else you think... Uh, 
just off the top of your head that you think you'd like to, well, first of all, before I get too far off topic, like I always do, let's talk about what do you plan on wearing to college uh, for your grad school? And then after that, I mean, will you change up in any way for grad school from your current style? And what about when you start working, when you actually get out of law school and are going to work, what do you see yourself wearing? So we talk on those two subjects, like grad school first, will it change any? I will say it probably definitely will change because when I think of how I dressed, you know, high school, first years of college till now, it's completely changed. Now, also it's changed because my hair color has changed. Yes, so, you know, back when I had my dark hair, I wore leopard print like every day because it just looked really good, you know? Yeah. Um, I liked that. That's kind of, I went for more blacks and stuff. Now with my blonde hair, I wear a lot of pink, like all the time. I yes. love pink. It looks like really hot good. pink or pale hot pink. pink, hot pink, light pink if I have a tan, you know, like just, you know, kind of like to switch it. <laughs> Switch it up, you know. Yeah, you don't like tans. You don't like tans, do you? Tan. I just, it's hard for my skin. You right. Know? It's hard um, for my skin because I get brown spots and ugh. So I, so for grad school, I, you know, being in law, I'll probably wear more suits. Like I love tweed suits. That is the best trend ever. I love tweed. I just think tweed looks so classy. It's so very Chanel. It's very Chanel. Yes. It's just, it looks like you put in some effort. Yes. Yeah, yeah it really does. Okay. Um, so I think I will just dress, you know, I always, I always say that I always try to dress for whatever my goal is in life. So like, you know, like if I want to be a lawyer, well, I need to show up and dressing like I'm a, an attorney, you know, you know what I mean? So where you want to be, that's exactly right. Look the part before you get the part. So I've already started like wearing stuff like that. I have a a few really cute suits that I like. And, you know, when I'm in law, I think when I graduate, I'll probably add more depth to my hair and probably add more mature colors when I graduate from grad school. Um, So I'll probably add, you know, more like reds, blues, more strong colors rather than the, you know, the fun pink. I'd feel yeah, like a little more color, maybe. Right. Yeah. Just look more um, serious and professional and mature. But, you know, while I'm in grad school, like I, <laughs> I'll probably wear, you know, like my fun, like pink suits and uh, sure, sure. Things like that. And you uh, can go for it and micro mini all the way home because you're going to have to bring those links down once you get in the office. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have to come down a little bit. I'm not saying they have to come down all the way. You'll still be young by the time you graduate, but just to look more professional, you're probably going to, you know, come a little closer to the knee than what way up there ahead of mid thigh, <laughs> right? you know, <laughs> I think that I think, but we'll see, we'll see. But I think that, but also what do you think about now they're showing all of these, um, all of these uh, opaque hose 
and I really like them. I like bringing them back. I mean, everybody has them for fall 23, but they're definitely showing them starting for spring 22, fall 22, full-blown spring 23, and fall 23. So I'm very happy to see hosiery coming back. And I even saw some shears and been seeing pictures of uh, people with their opaques on. But I, I have failed in getting any one of my friends to touch them yet uh, for weddings or for anything else, even uh, rehearsal dinners or for parties for birthdays or whatever. Even in the winter, they didn't want to wear them because their younger daughters aren't wearing them, you know, and uh, I keep trying to say, well, be ahead of the curve because they are showing it. I'm seeing it on all of these runway films from everybody that they are showing opaques again. Now, what I don't like about it is designer clothes that are very expensive. I do not like seeing mixing up the colors. I like it better if it's all monochromatic. Like if you're wearing a red jacket, a red mohair, say trench coat with a red silk blouse and a red mohair skirt, uh, then wear the red opaques and the red shoe. Keep it all red because a lot of people did that and that looks the best to me. Don't wear that red suit with a, then a blue shirt and a green hose and a purple shoe. To me, that just looks like you went and bought a bunch of markdowns or went into somebody's closet. And, you know, it doesn't look like it goes together to me. I don't like it. Right. I agree. I could agree with that. Yeah. But some people are showing it, but I don't happen to care for it. I really love monochromatic anyway, because it elongates the, the, the silhouette. I tried for the first time wearing those wider pants because a friend of mine gave me a pair of Chanel cream ones. So I wore those. We found a silk creamy beige. The, the trousers are a cross between a cream and a taupe, a very pale very pale taupe. So I finally found a pale taupe silk blouse with a little bit of fuller sleeve and French cuff and a tie at the neck and a cashmere uh, throw to put over it. It was longer in the back and shorter in the front. It's kind of like a poncho with a, your head is from Paula and Chloe and it's just fabulous cashmere and it wasn't that expensive and it was just fantastic in the perfect color because Paula and Chloe do like a hundred different shades like they had like 20 shades of creams and beiges so the first one I bought was two camels so I had to send it back and then she I said I told her what I showed her my pants on FaceTime and she saw them and she says, I know the color. So she let me send it back and then she sent me the right color. And it was really fun to wear something besides black because I'm someone who wears black 99.99999 times and uh, 9.99999.8.5 now, I guess. <laughs> but it was fun to wear something different. Yeah, and I think... Um... Uh, a really rich chocolate brown is really pretty with blonde hair. I do too. I, I, do too. I do too. And I think a lot of blondes, if they have a lot of pink in their skin with the pale blue eyes and the white porcelain skin look fabulous in navy blue. They just look <laughs> fabulous in navy. I'm not a navy person, but my mother looks fabulous in it. And my, 
my friend in uh, Newport Beach looks fabulous in it because she's got blue eyes, white blonde natural hair and pink in her skin. And she looks fantastic in navy. And actually she hates her, she doesn't like black. So, you know, there must be something about black that looks too harsh. I also had a person that I knew in New York who had a lot of freckles and, you know, she didn't tan, but she had very, very dark, almost black hair. She was Irish. She had black hair, freckles and green eyes, but she looked fabulous in navy blue, but she just didn't like black on herself either. And that was really the first time I had an experience with a dark haired young girl, because I was young at the time, uh, 27, and she was a friend of mine, and it, it was the um, uh, coloring of her skin, I think, that made her feel that the black just took, washed her out too much. So anyway, live and learn, you know, and she, had, and she had a lot of freckles, and she didn't want to cover them up, so she, you know, didn't wear uh, base makeup, but she looked amazing in navy, so I think you know, a lot of people that wear black, you know, they can check navy and they can check dark, dark, dark brown and see if one of those colors coming forward for fall this year is that beautiful cognac color. It's almost a whiskey brown. It's uh, very pretty. And I'm seeing that. So for anybody buying on Markdown, there's quite a bit of it from this year Markdown because it was before it happened. So they have it on YOOX and Outnet and List. And, uh, matches some of those great sites that I always go to to buy things on sale. And if you know what's happening ahead of time, you can go back there and, you know, look at everything on sale. And you being a very tiny size, oh, we've got two minutes left. You being a tiny size, uh, I'm sure you'll have many of yours left. So you could check it out, you know, and look for some of your pinks on sale too from all of those people those designers that I know you love. Okay. Yes. off, And thank you so much for being on Mary. Thank you so much for having me. It was just fabulous having you here. Maybe we can do it again. Once you have your law firm. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, Marin. And it was just wonderful speaking to you. Say hello to your mother. She did a good job. Uh, coaching you for your pageants look how many you want that is fantastic and you're ready to go now you're ready to go out there and meet the world and as soon as you get your finish your degree you'll and finish your law school you'll be ready to go okay this is melody edmondson your host of the space of the waste and we'll see you next week with rachel cates from pierre cardan she will be with us thank you so much Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.